Internet. Welcome back. Ooh, episode six. Episode six. Yeah. Um. Well, well, well. Sorry, well, sorry, well, sorry. Well. Getting ahead of myself. Yeah. This is Green Meadow Days with Max and Sabine, and here we are again. We're very excited to to do this and yes. to talk to each other, and hopefully, yes. it makes your day just a tad bit better. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. What was one lovely thing you experienced today, Max? Um, one lovely thing, um, it was a good day in general, I think. Yeah? It was a good day at work. I pick enjoyed it. Pick one specific thing. Um, <laughs> pick one. <laughs> pick one. Um, oh, you know what? Um, so, the building where I work has rear entrances which most employees can get through because they have like a little key tag thing to get in that's nice i finally got mine nice yeah i Very finally sweet. got my thing yeah it Very was super sweet. sick and i tried it and it was so official official yes exactly <laughs> exactly i love it yeah what about you i got to hang out you know with our family mm. And with my person, that's sweet, good. sweet person, that's we great. made dinner. Yeah, it was very yummy dinner. It's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for joining us. Joining us again, us two siblings exploring the land of Ooh mm. and the uncanny revelations it holds about humanity and the serendipitous oddities of life. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to get into this episode. Episode six. So the six, Jiggler. The Jiggler. Which I'm sorry, but after you know, <laughs> after that song went um, viral for a little minute on like the Insta reels, I that's all I could think about. Which given, one? Uh, the one that goes like, "Oh, my money don't jiggle." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that's so I hadn't even considered that. Like I didn't even think. Like I, I didn't think that at all. Oh my god, I couldn't. My brain couldn't avoid making that connection. <laughs> That's because so funny. It's oh just, my gosh. Music and tunes is so prevalent in this episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it point starts. Of the episode. Yeah, it yeah. starts with Finn singing in auto tune, which I appreciate. I thought it was cool. Put yeah, in the, in the subtitles, subtitles. Yeah. In auto tune. Yeah. Because he swallowed a computer, apparently. I, ho- I have a feeling that that comes up later again. I have a feeling there's I another situation so. where he mentions that he swallowed a little computer. I don't think it's the first time he mentions it. No, I, well, this is the first well, time, but I don't think I, it's the last time he'll I mention can't it. I remember, honestly. You might be right. Um, I I hope we get more context on that. Yeah. I feel like this episode goes back to some of the stuff that we discussed quite in-depth on... I don't remember if it was the first or the second episode. But we'll get to it. Mm -hmm. Um, This episode, we see Finn and Jake at the end of a rescue mission. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I loved, I loved, um, what's it called? I love this episode, and I love the fact that um, it starts with them singing, you know, Walking Back, and they had rescued, (laughs) they had rescued a watermelon. Yep. And presumably his wife watermelon who knows because it was an array of fruits it yeah, was see, not just a... no, well, so, well actually well mm, that's, well, a, that's a good point we were... I didn't, see when I saw that when I saw the 
two watermelons and the sausages and bananas or whatever. Yeah, bananas and I think a I, mango. I actually didn't imagine that that would have been like his children or whatever. I imagined that that was like the watermelons like groceries. <laughs> That's what I imagined. That the watermelon. That the, the watermelon yeah, yeah. Oh no! But no, because um, Finn sets him down and says, "Um, you and your family are safe against oh, Stanley." Oh, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. I completely missed that. Yeah, yeah. Stanley, yeah. Stanley the watermelon. Stanley the watermelon. Yep. Mm-hmm. Lovely home. Lovely, Lovely home. home. <laughs> really? Yeah. Honestly. Who apparently get in a lot of trouble for a watermelon? <laughs> uh, y- yep. I don't think that's ever. Oh, excuse me. I don't think that's ever mentioned again. But I mean, I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> so that's how the episode starts. And oh, pretty to be soon a watermelon after... that gets into too much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. I can't imagine. Hmm. Yeah, what happened next? Uh, they're going back home, mm-hmm, going and they stumble home. upon the jig. No, the jiggler stumbles upon them. Yeah, actually. Finn attracts a jiggler with his song the way, like, yeah. uh, uh, what are they called? Not a piper. The, yeah, like, Peter Piper. The rats. <laughs> Children? Oh. <laughs> oh, jo- oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Right, you know. Yep. <laughs> the rats, the children. Oh, no. <laughs> but you're right. I think yeah. the original version of that story is with children. Mm. But they had to change it to rats. So it was not, you know. What about the snake guy? Story. In Scotland or Ireland. That's like a like a oh not like a snake enchanter dancer. Person. No, no. He like drove out all the snakes in Scotland or Ireland. Something like that. With song? With song. <laughs> I could be completely wrong about that. We need to we'll 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 check we'll I'm gonna recheck on that. Yeah. I'm gonna that sounds very interesting. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Huh. Yeah. But yeah, so he's singing soon yep. is his Two. words. He's singing his tune <laughs> about baby feet mm-hmm. and little socks for your mm-hmm. baby feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the jiggler shows up and starts mimicking their song. He trips Jake. Song. He does. <laughs> that he was does. funny. Oh, he reminded man. me of those little bean toys that you would throw down the stairs and that would flip on the Slinkies? Own. No, not the slinkies. They were little beans. And they had like a some kind of weight inside them that was distributed in such a way that would flip, flip, flip. Huh. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, and the jiggler makes a similar sound mm. when they like toss him, and he goes. <laughs> Isn't that so interesting? Super, super side note, super sidetracked. Isn't it crazy how like so many cool toys are just like physicists' ingenuity? Yeah. Physicists playing with physics. Yeah. In ways that are entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what does this toy do? Oh, it um. Looks like it defies gravity, kind of. But it doesn't. But it doesn't. <laughs> this toy looks like it jumps. It just it just dances with gravity. It just dances with gravity. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. The, but yeah, the use of great minds for silly entertainment. <laughs> it's <best>. great. Yep. <laughs> oh man, um, something that I thought was so funny was when they get home. Um, <laughs> Finn's. First, first <laughs> order of business, right? To tear his toothbrush Literally, apart. <laughs> the, the thing that he has deemed to be most important <laughs> is to make sure that there is a way for the jiggler to brush his teeth. That he doesn't have. That he doesn't have. <laughs> that he doesn't have. Oh my god. I really liked... It was like a 
five second scene of Finn taking the and we're, like five seconds doesn't seem like that long, but when you're talking five seconds in a twenty minute episode, ten minute episode, ten minute episode, yes, remember? Damn, ten okay, minute episode. ten minute episode. Yeah. that's like five percent of the whole thing. <laughs> Watch that math be wrong. Anyways, <laughs> what is it's like point five? What I don't is know. five out of sixty? Uh, uh one twelve. Which is know. one tenth of it. So what's one tenth of one twelfth? My brain doesn't. A one hundred twentieth. Maybe. A 120th, which is not a It's not that much. Anyways, it feels bit. significant. No, it does. It does. <laughs> they take a while. Just him, like, he grabs his toothbrush, which I appreciate it's a red toothbrush, mm-hmm. and he just, like, tears it in half. I mean, imagine doing that, though. Like, it would take a great it's amount of effort. plastic. Yes. Imagine, <laughs> like, creating, right? <laughs> creating a tear, yeah. a, a split from nothing. It, and the ease that he did it with reminds me of the times that I've, like, seen you split apples in half or see my person split a banana in uh-huh. half. They just... And it's like... Oh, okay. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot I can do that. When was the last time I did that? I don't remember. I gotta do that again. Do yeah. you know one time I crushed an egg in my hand? Oh, yeah, like, I remember that. I remember were that you, you watching tried, it? Yeah. You were watching? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you asked me to come see. And you. it was like the 10th time uh-huh. in that month that you had asked me to come see. <laughs> and you never actually... <laughs> you never actually oh succeeded in doing that. That's so funny. And so I came, and I was like... Mm. 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 Oh, that's great. And you're like... And then, <laughs> and then it was a big mess. It was a big mess. But yeah. But it was impressive. It was. It, it was, was I awesome. didn't realize how hard it was to break an egg oh, yeah. with like the surrounding pressure of mm-hmm. your hand. Because it's even force. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that. But uh, to just like squish it in your hand. Crazy. You know, not with your fingers, but like right. with your hand. Yes. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Not important. The jiggler. Yeah. <laughs> they basically kidnap the jiggler. Yeah. Take, well, the jiggler follows them yeah. home. But again, it's like if a child's following you in the right. grocery store, exactly. you don't just bring it with you. Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to bring this up. I wanna tie it in. How um in the episode with tree trunks, Finn and Jake are a hundred percent responsible for someone that they have basically no authority over. And the situation is flipped where they have uh, full responsibility over something that they have complete authority over, right? Right. In every sense of of the word, in every sense of, of of that concept. And the jiggler um, trusts them, right? And so, even more so than taking care of someone that, um, might be difficult to take care of because of the fact that you can't really command them to do what's best for them. Is taking care of someone or something that you have to exercise judgment on what is best yeah, for them. Yeah, it's your responsibility exactly. to do so because they can't. Not only to so. take care of them, but to know what you need to do to take care of them. Right. And to know the best way to go about keeping them safe mm-hmm. and promoting their well-being. Yeah. Their overall well-being. Yeah. Which is so difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Especially for a species unknown up until oh, yeah. now. Oh, yeah. I can help but, you know, have that thought in my mind. Like, this is a whole brand new species that's, I mean, developed or mutated or whatever out of the apocalypse. Yeah. Sorry if you don't, you know, hmm? about that yet, but... <laughs> I've never... I, I don't think we ever see them again. The little jiggles. I don't think so, but I think thingies. they do mention him. 
I feel oh, like I they right. mentioned him always like, oh, the jiggler, ah, the jiggler. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, ah, they play, so they take him with, they take the jiggler back home mm-hmm. and they just have fun, you know? They do. Finn splits his toothbrush, makes sure he can brush his teeth that mm-hmm. he doesn't have, and Jake is out for the fun, puts out his vinyl player and he oh, puts yeah. on a, a record and they start dancing and i really like how they just go all out like they break a they table break everything. <laughs> they, they break, break everything. everything they're just yeah. dancing which is the breaking things part is never fun if you know because you have to fix it or mm-hmm. you or replace it which is never fun but that sense of you know i'm gonna dance without reservation right now yeah. is a really great feeling so it was nice to see them do that but like the jiggler doesn't stop, which reminded me a lot of like what it's like to take real, take care of real children because, you know, you have playtime, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't stop them, playtime doesn't stop, Max. You don't stop. You can be so tired. They were so tired. They were. They were so it was tired. night. It was dark. Yeah, they started when the sun was out and it was dark yep. and they were done. And they're like, okay, we're tired. And the jiggler was still going. Yeah. Still going. But, you know, Finn had to grab him and put yeah. him in bed. Uh, but she did go to bed. He did go to bed. Yeah, he did. And then he got up and he was all sick and they couldn't feed him. This episode reminded me a lot of the conversation we had regarding intentions. Mm. And I feel like this was more of an active example of how valid are... Like, how how much do your intentions really matter when your actions are bringing right. about results that uh-huh. are not, <laughs> not <laughs> desired? Like, yeah. they don't know how to take care of Jiggler. Jiggler is getting sick. I thought it was so funny when he started spewing out jiggler juice. Hemorrhaging. Hemorrhaging, basically. <laughs> and they freak out, which I can't imagine. If I were in that cartoon oh and gosh, in that situation, yeah. I would freak out, I would flip. And Jake's like, you just gotta cover up the holes. <laughs> which is something we do to ourselves all the time. It's like, oh, that's the problem. Whoa, like, problem? Whoa, whoa. symptom. <laughs> Let's get that. I got that symptom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All we have to do is stop the symptom. Yep. Don't worry about anything else. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, we yeah. are the masters of that. I think it's crazy how Finn has a glass-like collection and Jake has an eye patch collection. They complement each other. I think they do. Even I think it's collection. so funny, though. Like, where do you even get glass eyes? I think it's funny. They have very curious collections and they spend a lot of time. I mean, I assume they spend a lot of time collecting things mm-hmm. given that it's an apocalyptic arena and there's a lot of episodes where the episode starts and they're collecting stuff remember right. that episode that they were fishing frozen stuff out of the ocean yes so i look at that oh, that episode's coming up because yeah. i watched it um oh, really? recently is it season one um yeah i have no idea and um it's really good oh okay really really good but yeah that'll be in like what like two three weeks something like that i think yeah and they were collecting, like, little baby feet socks. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, no, they're all lefties or something mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> yeah. I like that they have the mm-hmm. hobby of collecting lost items. Yeah. Um, and they give new meaning to some of them. Some Because there have been episodes where, you know, normal objects come up, but because they don't have the internet, they don't have all these things to give them context. They're mm. like, oh, it's this other thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, I feel like we're digressing from this a episode bit. a little bit. That's but. Okay. Uh, Where were we? They try to feed him because he's starving. Uh-huh. He's falling apart. Jiggly's falling apart. Poor guy. And they 
Finn decides to draw stuff, draw foods. Oh yeah, like a menu. You put menu at the top. Oh my gosh, his drawing of meat? With himself, with like a the face of a a face on it. I wonder if it's Meat Man's face. Who? Meat Man. There's a Meat Man. No. That's how they get their meat. His face was like a chicken leg or something. No, it wasn't a chicken. It was just like a round circle and a face. And it looked like it kind of had like the shape of a crescent, like a hat type thing. It didn't look like Finn, but it looked like a person's face. It did. And I Can't was remember. watching I was watching an episode not too long ago. It might have been season four or mm-hmm. season five, just like on my own. And they were eating, they were making sandwiches. And they were talking about like what kind of sandwich they were going to make. And they're like, do you want a meat sandwich? And then he was like, Jake was asking Finn. And Finn was like, sure. And then he was like, hey, Jake. And... He asked Jake, where do we get our meat? Oh, no. No, no. No, not where do we get our meat. He's like, do you think it hurts meat men when he gives us his meat? Oh. That's what he asked him. And he said, no, of course not. (laughs) Or like, I don't know. Like, don't worry about it. Something like, I don't know. It was dismissive. Yeah. I don't know if it was affirmative that it doesn't hurt him (laughs) or if it was dismissive that I don't know and it doesn't matter. Right. Like, he gives it to us. You know, he chooses. It's his, it's consensual, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) And the rest of the episode, the main plot is something else. It has nothing to do with meat men. But apparently that's where they get their meat. It's from meat men. And Finn mentions it throughout the episode intermittent of the main plot which uh-huh. is bigger and much more chaotic uh-huh. than where they get their meat i thought i thought it was so funny because it's like us you know we have so much we have such big problems in our lives but, but we, we get still stuck consider on... you know like the moral nature <laughs> of how we you know uh yeah fuel our bodies yeah uh yeah and so i just thought it was a very relatable situation mm-hmm. i appreciated it and so throughout it he's you get little snippets of the fact that Jake actually knows more about what it's like uh, for a meat man to give his meat. Uh, at one point, Finn is fighting off somebody, I think. Now, don't quote me. Like, I'm probably messing this mm-hmm. up. But the point is that I'm remembering the snippets. Uh-huh. And at one point, Jake is having a nightmare. Or he's, like, talking to himself. And he's like, oh, no. I think he's having a nightmare talking to himself. Mm. I don't know. But he's, like, saying, like... Oh, meat man, you give me your meat, whatever. Like, and we learn that he actually forces meat man. Oh my god! Yeah, he takes the meat from meat man, but he lied to Finn and told him like, no, he gives it to us. You know, he's just because he's nice. Wow. <laughs> and then later, near the end of the episode, he wakes up from the nightmare and he's just looking out to the night with a cup of tea wrapped in a blankie, and he's just looking out, zoning out, and he's like, I think I'm gonna stop eating meat man. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes and turns around to wake up Finn to tell him we need to stop eating meat, man. And, uh, but I think Finn was gone fighting oh. some monster or something. But the point is that that was like a sub. That's crazy. Sub-line, so that's, that's, that's nice. I like that. So I wonder if that drawing that he drew when he was, was like meat, man. it oh. was meat man's face. I wonder. Finn, I don't know if he just is a horrible artist or if his conception of like those foods is just extremely skewed i think he's a horrible artist because he he's he's mumbling as he's drawing yeah he was like he's like this uh, is corn yeah Uh, it looks uh, something like that i think it looks like corn (laughs) 
Or he said, I hope it looks like a corn. Uh-huh. So I think he knows what they look like. He did corn, he did a hot dog. Hot dog didn't look bad. No, um, it was alright, but he drew it over the corn. <laughs> <laughs> His banana looked weird. Yes, he did. <laughs> oh my gosh! His I mean, he's like he's like, like Squidward's nose. <laughs> he's like twelve thirteen, right? I mean, sure, but like it's it, twelve I mean, thirteen. Come on. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, oh trying gosh. to figure out what Jiggler wants to eat, mm-hmm. shows him the menu, quote unquote, menu of foods. And Jiggler fucks the drawing off the paper yeah. like a sticker um, and eats it. Honestly, I don't know what to make of that. I don't know what that means. He didn't eat the whole paper. No, like, there just was the paper. Drawing. Yeah, there was paper behind um, what he ta- had taken out. Like there was, it was as if he had taken like a thin slice of yeah. the paper and not completely within through. the confines of the drawing. Exactly, like a sticker. Yeah, exactly. And he just sucked it up. I wonder what about the drawing is similar to his mom's juice. The color? Yeah, maybe the color has a know. scent that's similar to his mom's juice. Oh my gosh, imagine walking into like a cave and there's just a pool of goo that smells like crayons out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it smells like crayons. Egg. Who knows? It's possible. <laughs> Finn calls grapes purple whatevers. They keep <laughs> purple whatevers. <laughs> Uh, we should call them that now, all the time. All the time. They just, oh, uh, could you pass me the grapes? You mean the purple whatevers? The purple whatevers? We don't eat purple whatevers, we eat green whatevers. You're right. I don't like purple whatevers, or red whatevers. I've actually, I like the purple whatever jam. I haven't had any color of whatevers in so long. (laughs) That's weird. Probably like January for New Year's. No way. I think so. That's crazy. I haven't had whatevers in that long. I don't think it was going to last. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're right. We're like literally three-fourths of the way through the year. I'm talking about the whatevers. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Calling grapes whatever. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, poor Jiggler. He blows up. Oh, he my gosh. He splatters yeah. all over. He's in the floorboards. Can we talk about how upset Jake was at the thought of someone eating him or I'm sorry a drawing of him <laughs> he was disturbed he was, I would be he disturbed. was afraid yeah. he was scared <laughs> he was extremely uncomfortable what's the uh, um what's the word um it starts with a d distraught dist uh no disturbed there's, a, there's another one no there's like it's like um the is it dejected I think no, so. That is a word. Dismayed. He was extremely dismayed. I don't know if he was dismayed more than he was distraught. I don't even know what dismayed means. Dismayed has a little bit of like disbelief. Oh, they were dismayed at really? her lie or something oh, okay. like that. I think don't call me. Mm. <laughs> I might be totally wrong. <laughs> I know so many words, but don't even know what they mean half the time. Ah, <laughs> uh, that is her. <laughs> You're like, can't help you there. Can't help you there. They can't help you there. Uh, yeah, no, he was upset. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was so funny that, like, should he burn the drawing? No. Throw the drawing away? No. No. He, he has, to, has eat it. to eat it. He has to make a part he of them to... again. Exactly. He has to bring the two pieces. Exactly. The two forms of his existence back into Which one. Which I think is a, a crazy concept because, like, 
that's kind of like how real life is where your essence the essence of your being and your energy can be separated from you oh absolutely where i'm sure i'm sure if you tried hard enough you could put your life force into objects yeah right? no absolutely especially when you're for example uh like if you're cleaning out your closet, mm-hmm. right, it only feels right to, like, think, you know, like Marie Kondo, you think that clothes for having served you right. for the time yeah, it was, yeah, and yeah. then you donate it, uh-huh. or you give it away, or, you know, you, 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 you give it some repurpose, but it would be odd if to take something that I've been wearing for 10, 15 years uh, and choose to burn it. Right. You yeah. Know, that would be a bit disturbing. Or something that I use often and is near and dear to me and is like free like like your clothes you know is a frequently used by you and choose to do something destructive to it right uh is a little disturbing or even for example like uh i feel like a lot of jewelry no I, that's what i was very significant like, i was i was gonna say that like finding jewelry or getting having jewelry gifted to you um jewelry carries very heavy energy it does it does very, i mean every time energy. we've ever bought any jewelry, especially secondhand jewelry that isn't brand new at, at like a department store, mm-hmm. uh, we've always cleaned them with salt. Yeah, at least once under a full moon. Yeah, yeah, full moon. <laughs> yeah, you know, to make sure that it's an energetically charged only by us, right? Yeah, and it would be scary, for example, uh, to get rid of an important ring or necklace or earring, and like, who do you give it to? Do you just sell it? Do you clean it before you get rid of it? Do you throw it in the trash like the da, 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 you know there's a lot of things so i get why jake was so upset yeah no i i could totally see that i, I totally get it yeah no he tastes awesome apparently apparently which i think it's great that he can taste the colors wouldn't that wouldn't, wouldn't that be so cool if like if i don't know through some sort of magic thing system where like the content of a person's character was like when it like if you were ever if you were ever to draw them like the content of that person would have a flavor would have a flavor what would you taste like I have no idea <laughs> I don't know but it's um it's a concept that I really like especially that I that I first I think read about in like a fantasy book where like all these it was cool I was like all these famous people I guess maybe not famous people, like but like iconic ancient dead people mm-hmm. were all like immortal, mm-hmm. and they all had like magic stuff. Okay. And um, whenever they activated their magic stuff, they would all smell like something, right? So you would have people who would smell like, and each ever everyone had a unique smell. Huh. So, but stuff like like peppermint, anise, um, vanilla, mm-hmm. sulfur, Ooh. right? Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the bad guy, the bad guy was sulfur. Um, Mm, that's interesting yeah and it was cool because after so many hundreds of years people would know yeah you 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 smell you smell you smell a niece out of nowhere and you're like Mm. someone there this guy's here yeah um oh yeah imagine it's cool it's cool i mean i get it it's like sometimes you smell certain things and it takes you back to a very specific time and place in your childhood it's it's transformative it's great tying 
objective senses to subjective experiences and people is extreme. It's a it's a it's a wonderful concept. Do you remember the time in our life when mom smelled like flowers and coffee? She all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if we smelled her with that smell on her once and tied it to her and no, there's no way. Well, I can I tell you really, that I don't. I don't. She doesn't smell like that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Her 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 scent has shifted to like a like a lighter, sweeter. So yeah, more like linen. Yeah, like the sweetest linen you've ever smelled. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> isn't that so interesting though? Yeah, no, it's because when mom was younger, when we were younger, mm-hmm. she would drink a fuck ton of coffee. Did she really drink a lot more? A fog ton of coffee. You know why we don't have coffee machines Mm. anymore? Do you know why we don't have a coffee machine with a pot anymore? It's because she would make a pot and drink the whole thing. (laughs) I was too young. I don't remember. Wow. That's That's why we have a Keurig now. That's crazy. (laughs) One cup at a time. And I think she's crazy for having two cups. Wow. Bro, you got no idea. Well, I mean, now I don't, right? Because I go to work and I'm like constantly refilling my cup and they're asking me, oh, do you want Starbucks? We're going to go to Starbucks. I'm like, oh, give me a thing. That's nice. Yeah. They buy you coffee. Oh, I mean, today was the first day. That's sweet. But I'm sure it'll happen more. That's awesome. But yeah. Yes. This is all to say that the Jiggler cannot go back home because his mother doesn't recognize him by his sense. Yeah. It's funny how, regardless of, you know, maybe deformed, but you can tell, you know? (laughs) And you can hear and you can see that it's not... That the Jiggler belong. It looks like the other Jigglers, right? But animals don't work like that. They don't work like that. You gotta smell like their own. Yeah, you could literally give... Uh, uh, an animal like a little, like you can give a cat like a kitten that fits nine out of ten criteria for it being its litter or its child. But if it doesn't, if smell is not one of those criteria, it doesn't work like that. Doesn't want it. Yeah, yeah. These are wild animals, Finn. That's yeah. not how they work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Jake gets it because he's a dog. He gets it, and he doesn't get mad at the mom. Yeah. Finn gets. He does. Mad. Oh my he gosh. Yells at the yeah. mom. Mom's supposed to love, baby. Yeah. That was his oh deep-seated childhood trauma coming out because it he was. doesn't know yet that his mom didn't abandon him. Yeah. He doesn't know yet that his parents didn't abandon him. Yeah. Intentionally. Yeah. He just knows that he got. He just knows that his mom that he loves is not his mom. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and he that, doesn't yeah. know who his real mom is yeah. or who his real dad is. He has yeah. no idea. He just knows that he was left mm-hmm. in his own poop in the forest. <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> yeah, but I thought, I think something, I think Finn's relationship with love is very, very interesting mm-hmm. and worth, um, worth really talking about because he says something in this episode where he says, I love him. You love him. Why doesn't she love him? It's not fair. Yep. Where it's like, like he's he's so young and there is such simple concepts, right? It's like, I love this child. You love this child. But it's literal mother doesn't love it. Like, how could that possibly be the case? That's, that's simply not fair. No, yeah, like absolutely. It, like, it's not right. It's not fair. And he doesn't get it. 
No, and I... And I mean, to be fair, it's not that deep, right? It's not like, oh, she does, like, there's a complicated relationship. No, I mean, like... It's not that it's deep a lot on that side, but I right. think it's very significant of him having yes, those feelings. exactly, yeah. Because it's... it, It's something that we're all wired with. We don't... Like, I think I was watching something the other day, and something that they said... A lot of the things that are deeply important to us don't make sense. Mm. It only has to do with what we experience. Mm -hmm. And we often don't look at the big picture, especially when it comes to love, right? And how love is expressed to us. Sometimes the people who work the hardest for us are the ones who are least recognized if they're not present. Mm. You know, that's very important. If they're not present. Uh, And I saw something. They said, like, I think it was How I Met Your Mother. I was watching it with that person. (laughs) Uh It was great. And they, there was an episode where someone said, kids don't listen to logic. They listen to who shows up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Or, or kids, no, kids don't understand logic. They understand who shows up. Right. Right. And yeah. so this was advice that was given to a parent who works a lot to give their kids what they right. have, but is. But struggles to make it yeah. to, like, their kids' speeches right. and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and soccer games and Classic that kind of thing. thing. Issue, probably. And I think that is the core of how we all uh, understand love and either get scarred by it or don't get scarred mm. by it is by whether people showed up or not. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't matter how much people did or really loved. Like, Finn is saying, like... Like, I love them, you love them, like, why isn't it enough for his mom to love him, right? Mm -hmm. And this was a a different issue. This was, like, a scent issue, like, wild animal issue. But his feeling has to do with that. The reason he feels that way is because it doesn't make sense a lot of the times. It just makes, it's just about the presence, whether there is a presence or not. It doesn't always make sense. Which is deeply painful sometimes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because sometimes, like, is love always enough? Is feeling that love always enough? No. It's not. It's not. This episode is a clear demonstration of that. Because the only person who could give the jiggler what he needed to promote his overall well-being was not recognizing him and was Mm -hmm. not going to recognize him unless very specific criteria were fulfilled. Yeah. So even though... Jake and Finn could and did love him much more easily mm-hmm. than the mother could. Mm-hmm. But the mother was the only one mm-hmm. with the right tools Yep. to fulfill the Jiggler's needs. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Isn't it crazy? It's crazy, it's yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. And I think we're very similar in the way that sometimes the people that most easily love us don't have what we need. Oh, 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 or vice versa like we might love some people very easily but we we don't have what it takes we don't have what they need right to fulfill them exactly so, it's rough <laughs> that's so funny like you were like ooh, you know sometimes people don't have what you need and i'm like Sometimes right. we don't have what they And I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're like, That's yeah, true. yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about it's that side of the my coin. Fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. What's the time you felt that? Felt what? Felt that where it's like love isn't enough. Um when was the first time? I'm trying to think. Um 
Or have you had an experience in IRL, right, in real life mm-hmm. <laughs> that that you realize that? Yeah, I can't. I can't even remember the details of it though. Well, sometime last year, um, I can't even remember. Um, you know, I know this isn't exactly the same, but something that an experience that I had was with like a loved one that mm-hmm. was going through like, uh, like an abusive situation. Right. Uh, and they were really important to me. But yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. No, that's a good example. But I think when you have people that you're close to and that you love and might be in very, very difficult situations that mm-hmm. only they can take themselves out of, and you see them repeatedly, like, suffering, mm-hmm. but repeatedly staying, mm. uh, I think that was a situation that taught me. And it's happened, you know, with beloved friends and things like that, mm-hmm. where I see it and I want to fix it because I love them. Mm-hmm. But my love for them and my expressions of I'm here for you and I'll support you through it all aren't enough. They, the love isn't enough. They have to, I feel like, at least what I've seen is that, you know, people often stay in situations until they hit their version, like their definition of rock bottom. And you just have to be there for when they decide to leave. Right. Um, That's interesting. That's not what I was thinking of. No? That's not what that, when you, when you say, um... Like when you when you asked me to think about a, a situation where love wasn't enough, that's not where my where my where did it go? My, that's that's my, where it went so, for me. Where I was right. like, yeah, my love wasn't enough, and they received that love, and when the time was right, that love helped them, huh. right? But it wasn't enough for to promote like their well being or for right. them to do the thing that was good for them. So your love in this situation, what you what you thought of was your love as like a like a like a safety net or like a like a rescue rope. Right, right, right. right? And it wasn't enough. So when I thought of that, I thought of um, it being like a bridge. Okay. Like my love between this this person and I not being enough to connect the divide that um, that I or them or both of us had put in the middle. I feel that that happens often in romantic relationships, right, yeah. especially when the timing isn't right, when the circumstances are right, yeah. and you're like, yep, love isn't enough. Right, because it's like, <laughs> it's like I love you, and that's enough for- And maybe for, you that's, love me. Right, right? And, and that's enough for me to want to do anything to try to make this work and make it better. Right. But me loving you is not enough for you to want to actually make this work with me. Right, 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 right. Yep. Like, it's not, it's, it, me, me telling you that I love you and me trying to show you that I love you isn't enough for you to meet me in the middle. No. That's where I went. <laughs> isn't that so interesting? Yeah. She Did you even, did you, had you even thought of that? No, but it's a very <laughs> good example. If not, I think it's a better example of that concept. I think they're different situations. I think they're different situations. <clears throat> um, I think they're. Like, the very basis of the situation. Yeah. No, but that does happen. Yeah, no, it literally happens. And sometimes, yeah. and I think one of the most painful situations is when both parties love each other. Both right. parties want to make it work, but both parties do not have what the other needs right. in that point in time to fulfill each other so they can't be together. Yeah. I don't know if I ever told you that quote by some old Roman poet. I think they marshal. It's like, I can neither live with you nor without you. Uh. Ah, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, so kind of rough. Thing. So yes, rough. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, uh, did you know that you can, that like, 
I, I think you know this already, and I'm sure a lot of people know this already, but it, it, it does not cease to blow my mind that, like, heartbreak, romantic heartbreak, breakups, uh, fire up the physical pain portion of oh, your brain. Oh, yeah. I, I, I still... Yeah. I, w- I watch this uh, every once in a while. I'll log into this YouTube channel that I like to watch every once in a while, and it's like a, it's like a mortician's YouTube, and they'll oh, open bodies, and, like, wow. this is what it looks like when someone passes away for such and such reasons. That's crazy. It's really dang. interesting. And... One time they showed a case of someone who passed away from broken heart syndrome. Yeah, yeah, And they showed, like, where the literal heartstrings tore. And, like, emotions can cause your your literal heartstrings to break. Like, you can die from a broken heart. That's insane, yeah. (laughs) Super side note. um, I watched a a video about rabies and why it's so terrifying. Oh, my God. Um, Fun fact. We don't know why rabies... uh, Why people who get rabies die. We don't know why. We know that... um, I, I could talk about this for like 30 minutes because I watched a video and it's super interesting. And rabies is a terrifying disease because you could have it for years and not have symptoms. And then as soon as you get symptoms, it's about a 100% uh, mortality rate. Oh my God. Probably so probably like 99.9999999. Because there's like three people who have gotten symptoms and survived oh. historically. <laughs> Shit. Something like that. Yeah. Oh my God. But we know that um, rabies gets into your body. It then travels up your brain and then travels down your brain into your salivary glands for the purpose of spreading it. Rabies does that. Um, but we don't know why rabies kills people because the brains of people who get rabies has zero signs of damage. No damage at all. What about the rest of their organs? Um, well, they experience total organ failure. Um... So due brain, to the rabies. But, so the rabies tells the brain to shut the organs down. Uh, not exactly. Um, I think the leading theory is that the rabies interferes with the communication of neurons to the point where the brain shuts down and can't oh, function. Interesting. But there's no damage. There's no damage at all. Strange. It's extremely strange. Yeah. Huh. No wonder. I have a very close friend. She's... um. In vet school and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she has to get a rabies shot at least once every year. Oh, wow. If not more often. I should get rabies shots. Like... You work at a farm. Yes. <laughs> you well, not anymore. To... Well, you used to. I used to, yeah. You used to work at a, at a dairy farm and then uh-huh. at a steer ranch. Yeah, exactly. That... You articulated that better than I have ever in my life. <laughs> dairy farm, steer ranch. That's... I don't think there are more precise words to describe those two places. I've never used those words. I mean, dairy farm, yeah, but steer ranch, never. You know how I know that? It's because I talked to both of your bosses on a couple occasions trying to figure out what the difference was between their two businesses. Because in my mind, it was like, you both have cows. (laughs) (laughs) What's the difference? You both have cows. <laughs> yeah, so on separate oh occasions, gosh. I talked to both of them. That's so funny. And they're wow. great people. They're amazing, amazing people. Amazing, yeah. And they uh, very graciously explained to me. That's so funny. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. Yes. I think that's I the hardest I've that. laughed in like a month. <laughs> oh, wow. That was so funny. You need to laugh more, brother. Probably. I mean, I'm doing fine. Mm. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think you need to hydrate more. Yes. Yes. My head hurts. No. Only a little bit. That's sad. 
it's because today, like, I never gave myself a moment to, like, stop and drink water. <laughs> so I had, like, a cup of water in the morning, and then my coffee, and then I came home for lunch and had a little more water, and then I came home. Crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Dang. The snail! The snail the was snail. in the pool in, in yeah, the first the very, shot of Mama. Yeah. There, was, there was a lot of different shots where I was like, it's gotta be here. I forgot here. to look for it. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I was, I was, yeah, when you no. said snail, I was like, I'm so glad he found it. Because <laughs> we're at the end and I wasn't looking. I wasn't looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. My gosh. That's oh, like God. when... That's like when you're taking notes in class and like, <laughs> and like for whatever reason, you, you just had this idea in your mind that like oh we don't have to take notes on this slide and then like the teacher's like okay everyone got their notes and you're like i wasn't even taking any notes at all and then and then you just get them from your friend yeah that happens oh my gosh but yeah no snail is just waving i love the snail oh man this was a good episode this was a really good episode i think it was great i'm I can't wait to get to the juiciest parts of Adventure Time. I feel like we gotta wait a few seasons. We do, no. Um, this is all set up. It's all important. Yeah, it is. And see, what I think is... I mean, what I love about Adventure Time is is Finn. and Finn's a great guy. <laughs> Finn's a great guy, yeah. But I think it's the... Um, Emotional maturity and the emotional transparency that the show gives us, um, especially with Finn's romantic relationships, because it it's so it's very real. It's yeah. Very well written. It's very relatable. That, very that relatable. whole line of like, "I love him, you love him. Yeah. Why doesn't she? Your mom, you're supposed to yeah. love, baby." And that's, that's not even very... like that. Does, that's not even. In a romantic, like, while Finn's in a romantic relationship. When Finn actually starts dealing with romance. (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) Shudders. Yeah. (laughs) And you shudder. Because, I mean, yes, Finn's experiences are, like, pretty unfortunate, pretty unsavory, (laughs) right? But we shudder because we know what he's feeling. Yeah. Because we've felt it before. Yeah. And that's why it's so good. good. So, so, so good. I have sad feeling. The sad feeling I see makes my sad feeling better. <laughs> ah! Ah, yes. The whole premise of why we like this show. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Also, swords. Swords. Ching, ching. swords. That tattoo that we saw. Oh, yeah. Great tattoo. Oh, I'm going to get it everywhere. Yeah. So, everywhere. so. <laughs> My so actually my my um, twist on the tattoo is basically, I want to get a tattoo of every single fin- sword Finn has ever used and gone through mm-hmm. in a serious fashion, but um, I think I want to get each sword in a place on my body that it would correspond to, to the meaning. Right. Interesting. So it's hard because some swords are are sort of faceless, like the pirate sword. Yep. 
um, like the rapier kind of sword that he uses. It makes sense when they're all next to each other. And yeah, you're like, it oh, does. those are the Adventure Time swords. It does. It does make sense Versus when they're next to each other. Versus when you single them out. Right. I also had an idea, which I don't know how I feel about, but imagine, like, getting a tattoo on your wrist of what Finn had as the grass sword on his wrist. Like, I not when it was active, right? No, no, when no. When it was just, just wrapped. Just, yeah, exactly. just the wrap. I think it would be really cool. I think it would be super cool. It is on the wrist, though, so you can't hide it. Just tattoo makeup if you ever have to. Long sleeves. Yeah, that's fair. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just not on your hands. Right. <laughs> that's that's when it gets hard. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, something like that. Because it's hard. Because where would Finn's um, dad's demon blood sword go? Like, if I were trying to relate that to a part of my body. Like, over your heart. I, I thought that. I thought but of that. But not, like, on top, but, like, as if it were, like... Yeah. Where yeah. would I put the demon eye blessed Night of Sphere sword? <laughs> At the back of your ear. Yeah. Come on, okay. Where would I put the. I can't even remember. The golden sword, Scarlet? Like on a forearm. Probably on a forearm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. No, yeah. This is a good episode. This is a great episode. I'm so excited. Yep. I, I'm so excited to hear from anyone, if anyone is listening. We'd yeah. love to receive your fan mail. Mm. It'd be a great time to share happy words with each other, to share ideas with each other, even contradicting ideas. Criticism. It is how we grow. It is how we learn. Would like to continue developing a symbiotic relationship with you. Mmm, symbiosis. Mm, dopamine for dopamine. Yes. <laughs> a little bit of serotonin. Mm-hmm. Goes a long way. I hope. Yep. I hope, hope, hope. But yeah, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate every single one of you. I know a lot of times in videos, people are like, I'm talking to you. Yeah, you. You specifically. But like right now, I'm literally talking to you. <laughs> like, I literally am. Like, those those people, they say that, but me, I'm literally transferring my soul juice energy to you through these frequencies. We are. And they're going specifically to you. Of course, other people too. But they're you're getting them. And they're special. They're special. Yep. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Max. And I'm Sabine. And we'll catch you the next... Adventure Time! time. <laughs> you were so excited. I don't know